0: The epistle lesson is from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians the first chapter beginning at verse 3. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace that God because the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus that in every way you were enriched in him in all speech and knowledge even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you so that you're not lacking in any spiritual gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you are called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the Holy Gospels according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, "In those days after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of man coming in clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels" And gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branch becomes tender and puts out its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I say to you, this generation will not pass away until all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words, they'll never pass away. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son of Man, but only the Father. Be on guard, keep awake, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey, when he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his own work, and commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or when the cock grows, or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's message is the Old Testament lesson assigned for this the first Sunday in Advent. And it comes from Isaiah, the 64th chapter, beginning at verse 1. Isaiah prays, O that you would rend the heavens and come down, That the mountains would tremble before you. As when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil. Come down to make your name known to your enemies. And cause the nations to quake before you. For when you did awesome things that we did not expect, you came down. And the mountains trembled before you. Since ancient times. No one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. You come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. But when we continued to sin against them, you were angry. How then can we be saved? All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf, and like the wind, our sins sweep us away. No one calls on your name or strives to lay hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and made us waste away because of our sins. And yet, O oh Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay you are the potter we are all the work of your hand do not be angry beyond measure O lord do not remember our sins forever this is our text in the name of jesus christ our humble king dear fellow worshipers of him you may have noticed, or I actually pointed out to you, that the Old Testament lesson for this morning is actually a prayer. It's a prayer of the prophet Isaiah. And so it was with this in mind that I actually have composed my sermon this morning in the form of a prayer based upon Isaiah's words. And so I invite you to pray with me. Father, Rend the heavens, rip open the skies, and come down, and show your power and might so that the skeptics may see with their own eyes that you are real, that you exist. Blow the trumpet and silence the scoffers who sneer. Either God can do nothing to stop catastrophes, or he doesn't care to, or he doesn't exist. God is either impotent, evil, or imaginary. Turn those who jest, let's face it, God has a big ego problem. Why do we always have to worship him? Turn their jest into those who mourn and cry out, Father, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I'm in agony in this fire. Lord Jesus, reveal yourself so that those who ridicule and disbelieve your sacrificial love, saying, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him will believeth in anything. May such a person be ashamed and shamed, and forced to acknowledge your lordship. Father, have you not had enough? Enough starvation? Enough suffering from natural disasters? Enough selfishness? Enough abortion? Enough infanticide? Enough abuse of your good creation? Enough war? Enough hate? Enough prejudice? Have you not had enough flouting of your design for marriage and gender? Enough fatherless children? Enough death with so-called dignity? Have you not had enough experimentation and manipulation of life in the test tube? Are you not wearied by how great the wickedness of the human race has become on the earth and how every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart is only evil all the time? Rain down fire and consume the earth, O Lord. For woe to those who call evil good and good evil and who put darkness for light and light for darkness and who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Father, expose the hypocrite for their charade. Spit out the lukewarm for their half-hearted devotion of you judge and condemn those who advocate for immorality using your name. Give the false teacher a one-way ticket to where there's only weeping and gnashing of teeth. O oh, Father, create the new heavens and the new earth so that the former things will not be remembered nor come to mind. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains would tremble before you as when fire sets twigs ablaze and causes water to boil, come down and make your name known to your enemies and cause the nations to quake before you. Yes, Lord, rip open the heavens and show yourself. But wait. Wait. Stop. For who am I to speak For I am a man with unclean lips and impure thoughts. My deeds are soiled, even my good deeds are soiled by my sin and shaped by my own self-interest. I am the wretched, I'm the poor, miserable sinner, I'm the chief of sinners, I'm the lost, I'm the one who sneers, who mocks, who jeers, who jests. And so I stand condemned for my own trespasses and sins. And since ancient times no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any god besides you, who acts on behalf of those who wait for him, you come to the help of those who gladly do right, who remember your ways. But when we continued to sin against them, you were angry. How then can we be saved? all of us have become like those who are unclean all of our righteous acts are like filthy rags we all shrivel up like a leaf and like the wind our sins sweep us away no one calls on your name or strives to lay hold of you for you have hidden your face from us and have given us over to our sins and i or well, we were terrified we're terrified to think that you have given us over to the sinful desires of our polluted hearts, that we may be lost forever. And so we beg for your forgiveness, Father, for we daily sin much and deserve nothing but punishment. But with the psalmist, we pray, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew the steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me, but Restore to me the joy, the joy of your salvation, and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Yes, restore us, O God. Make your face shine upon us that we may be saved. How long, Lord God Almighty, will your anger smolder against the prayers of your people? You have fed us with the bread of tears, you have made us drink tears by the bowlful. You have made us an object of derision to our neighbors and our enemies mock us. Restore us, God Almighty. Make your face shine upon us that we may be saved. Yet, Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. And so do not be angry beyond measure, Lord. Do not remember our sins forever. Oh, look on us, we pray. For we are all your people. Who am I? Who are we? To question your ways. To correct you. With Joel, we confess, I am unworthy I put my hand over my mouth. I spoke once, but I have no answer twice. But I will say no more. For you are the potter and we are the clay. But this we do know. You, Lord, you are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, Lord, you are not slow in keeping your promise in returning as some understand slowness. Instead, you're patient with us, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. O Father, and we can call you by that name, for you have adopted us into your family in incomprehensible love Your Son, our Savior, was conceived in the womb of a virgin. His birth was announced to lowly shepherds and curious magi. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and yet he had no place to lay his head. His army was but a ragtag group of misfits. His weapons, he had his word and prayer and merciful acts of love. He rode not a magnificent horse, but a donkey. His crown was not made of gold, but of thorns. His throne was not a stately castle, or found in a stately castle, but on a cross on the hill of the skull. Christ Jesus is your humility, Lord, embodied in human nature. The eternal love humbling itself, clothing itself in the garb of meekness and gentleness to win and to serve and to save us. Yes, your humble and loving Son, our Savior, died on that Black Friday. On that day, an unfathomable exchange took place. My sin, our sin, became his sin. My condemnation, our condemnation, became his condemnation my death your death became his death we feel ourselves to be a lump of unworthiness a mass of corruption and a heap of sin apart from his almighty love by his stripes we are healed We are forgiven of all of our sin by his shed blood. We are reconciled to him because he took our sin upon himself. We are your children, O Father. Your face shines on us. You look upon us with love in your eyes and with fondness in your heart. And you tenderly assure us, I, even I, blot out your transgressions for my own sake, and I remember your sin no more. And we, O Lord, who are touched by your grace, well, we no longer look on those who stray as those evil people who are worthy of your damnation and vengeance. We no longer look at people as those poor people who need our help. Nor do we search for signs of love worthiness for your grace teaches us that you love us simply because of who you are and what Christ has done for us. No, Lord, as we now look at other people, we look at them with your eyes and we see your eyes of love and favor for them in Christ Jesus. And Lord, you send us into this world to tell them of your great love. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our own sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all our understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.